0: Hi, everyone. Welcome back to a new episode of Grace of Military Child in Life. Today, I'm here with Jordan, who is a Navy brat. So, Jordan, welcome to the podcast. How are you?
1: Good. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Absolutely. So start by telling me what it was like growing up a Navy brat for you.
1: So I was born in California, um, San Diego. I was not supposed to be born in San Diego Um, my parents were living in Monterey, but my mom had went on vacation and I was came a month early. Um, I was a little preemie, but I, (laughs) so my, um, family was very, uh, well, I guess I was born unexpectedly, um, definitely by a month. Um, so then my sister, um, was born in Virginia and my brother was born in the same hospital that I was born in back in California. So we've been all over, we've been on both coasts, um. We lived in California, in Virginia, back in California, spent some time during the transitions with my grandparents in New Jersey, um, and we've been in Maryland 20 minutes outside of Annapolis uh, since 2010, I believe, so it's been quite a lo- little bit of time, um, but it's been nice getting to stay in the same area for a little bit.
0: Yeah, I'm sure, especially after in es- essentially going coast-to-coast-to-coast, coast, 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 you know, and then, you know, finally... <laughs> Um, being able to plant roots for, you know, the past thirteen years in one place, yeah,
1: yeah it's been really nice. <laughs> um, it's been really nice, but it's uh, especially living in this area where we have so many people who are also military. it's been cool getting to connect with those kids and seeing my friends come and go. Um, some of my closest friends have lived in the area, have moved away and then moved back. So it's been cool to see everyone grow up, yeah,
0: especially, you know, you have that privilege of being in one area and so you're not necessarily the new kid anymore but there's tons of people around you coming and going and those new kids so you can be that stable person you know where you're at at least for now (laughs) Um, and say you know hey like I've lived the moving life but you know I've been here and so, you know, here's like around the school or around the area or whatever that case might be. Yeah, it's
1: been really awesome. Crofton is um 20 minutes outside of Annapolis, but we're located halfway between Baltimore and DC. So a lot of my friends' parents are either government or military and they work in like my dad works at the Navy Yard, but some of my parents' friends work in Baltimore. Um, so it's been cool as they come into the area, like this is Crofton. Welcome. <laughs> I get to show them around all the places. There's a little coffee shop we go to. Um so I'm I'm excited just to get to be here. But now I'm a senior and I get to leave again. But I'm excited because I feel like I've been stuck in the same place for a little bit. It's that like jittery I want to get out of pure feeling. Um, so I'm really excited for that.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. Once you grow up in that lifestyle of moving around and, you know, moving coast to coast, you know, you get so stuck in an area and you literally feel stuck because you've done everything. You're like, I'm ready to go. Um, I've been in Florida for nine years now and I am, you know, everyone's like Florida's paradise. And I'm like, it is. And then you get used to it. So Mm -hmm. let's go somewhere (laughs) else. So I don't blame you. It can get exhausting as a military child living in the same place for so long. And, you know, it's hard to say to the people who have lived in the area and grew up there, like, I'm I'm sick of this. I'm over it, you know, <laughs> um, because they just they don't understand it, you know, growing up mm-hmm. for 18 years. Um, and so, so many people end up going to college where they grew up, too. So. After that, it's like, oh, my gosh, I I couldn't do it. I could not.
1: <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, I'm lucky I'm going to school 20 minutes away. I'm going to school in Annapolis. Go Navy. Um, <laughs> but it's the, it's far enough away where it's like a little boundary. You know, you can't leave um, without permission. You can't have people come on without permission. Um but it'll definitely be a change of pace, and I'm excited for that. And, hey, every summer I get to go somewhere new. And after four years there, I'll go five years of wherever they want. So you yeah. know, it'll be exciting <laughs> for
0: sure. <laughs> what made you want to take that path instead of, you know, going to a traditional, you know, university? Um, what made you choose un- Navy?
1: Um, we got season football tickets right after COVID had kind of died down a little bit. And the first... Football game that we went to, uh, Navy lost. It was freezing. And I think we lost like 32 to 2. It was really bad. Um, but at the end of it, every single mid in that stadium stood up and they sang the Navy Blue and Gold. And it was just that moment I was like, this is amazing. Um, like it that's the group of people that are crazy on the move around just as much as I want to, but they'll still be a group. Um, and that was what I was missing from some colleges. Like I toured a couple before and it just seemed like everyone was you know, always stuck in their same ways, but at Navy, it just seemed like there's always something new going on, Um, and that was the excitement I wanted. And then I went to summer seminar, and I was like, okay, this is a place for me. Like, it's crazy. Um, And then I applied and got in. It was, it was crazy. I, mean, I don't have any other words for it other than it's crazy. <laughs> I'm sure a lot of people can relate to, um, if they've applied or are going to a service academy. It's just an insane process, but I'm so excited to go.
0: Yeah, you know, coming from a traditional university that I just spent three years at, um, you really get stuck in that same rhythm, that same routine. You have a different course schedule each semester. Um, so you have to like shift your schedule a little bit, but you, it's easy to get lost in just the day-to-day uh, similarities because there's, there's nothing changing. There's nothing going on there's you know events on campus and those are exciting but other than that there's nothing truly exciting going on um and i love college i love college you know i love <laughs> learning but um you know from what i hear of going to those service academies like like navy like west point like an um like the air force academy um there's so much where it's just It's a different community. It's that tribe. It's those people there because Mm -hmm. you're able to just have conversations, whether it's a military child, whether it's a spouse, whether it's a service member, you can have those conversations where you're instant family and we're all willing to put ourselves out there because we've all been the new kid before. But you go to a traditional university, a traditional campus, everyone is in their own little bubble, you know, secluded to themselves. And it's hard to feel like you really belong some days.
1: Mm-hmm. I a lot of my friends um, are going to traditional colleges. And there have been some times where I'm like, I could just take, I don't want to say the easy way, but I could just take the traditional way and go yeah. to a normal school and not have to worry about waking up at four in the morning. Um, but then every time, like I after I decided I wanted to go to Navy, I'd tour other colleges as well. And I would step on the campus and it was just not it for me after I'd seen what Navy was like, the traditions of a traditional college were just not as exciting to me. Um, So even though all my friends think I'm crazy for wanting to go, I like, it just works for me. I think it's a thing that unless you've experienced like summer seminar or you've been a military kid, it's not something you're going to understand until you get there. So it's, it was not an easy decision for my parents. My mom doesn't want me to go. Um, my dad went to the academy, so he's all gun ho on it. Um, but there was definitely a little bit of hesitation for my mom on letting me go. But then once it all kind of came together and I had the big green accept button, um, everyone started to get behind me. And it's been really cool to see everyone in my, especially coming from Crofton where a lot of people have been to the academy. Um, all of the Navy people have been reaching out to me like, hey, we have this runners club if you want to come join us or you want to grab coffee, I can talk to you about whatever you need. And it's been cool to see like a community pop up. Um, it was never something I thought about before, but just having those like little texts come in every day, it's like, hey, I'm here if you need me. It's it's amazing.
0: Yeah, because you you get so lost, you know, in just the feeling of being – a military kid some days that you forget the community that you're truly surrounded by and then, you know, you make a big life decision like this and (laughs) you're like, oh my gosh, like you knew that you have a community around you and these people are there, but you're like, oh, you guys like really are here. And, you know, it shows that military strength and dedication to not even their service members, but their families as well.
1: Yeah, it's been incredible. The um, My dad's boss, when I decided that I wanted to really pursue the Naval Academy, I got in for an interview with him since I wanted to do subs. I still want to do subs in 80. Um, so I went in and I had a conversation with him, and he told me that there aren't that many female submariners in the force and that when I'm graduating or hopefully will graduate from the Academy, yeah, um, in 27 that there's a new class that'll be launching and it was just incredible to see like this guy who I'd barely known for 20 minutes was like you can do it like this is the perfect timing for you everyone here is to support you and he pointed me um to some other women in the area who like actually one of them is my dad's co-worker she lives two streets behind us and we had no idea um like everyone just joined together and was like yeah we'll teach you whatever you want and it's been incredible seeing the people who have popped up um just because I didn't think about it. Like, it's just sometimes you get, like you said, you get so lost, um, just trying to navigate everything. You forget how many people are truly rooting for you. And it's such an incredible experience.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, take me back to, you know, some of your younger years, what went through your head? What was it like? Was it hard for you? It was definitely hard.
1: Um, my dad works a lot of late nights and my mom would be up with my brother, um, the youngest or my sister who's the middle kid. So there is a lot of times where I was doing my own math homework instead of going to my parents for help and that sort of thing. Um, I distinctly remember in eighth grade, I did science fair and that was like the last moment I remember my dad helping me with something um, like school related. So it was definitely a little bit of more like force independence. It wasn't a bad thing. I think it's it's definitely shown me what a strong leader I can be, what a strong person I can be, but it's not the same experience that I've seen my other friends go through. Um so there's definitely a bit of a maturity difference between my friends who are military kids and then everyone who isn't. Um but it I wouldn't change my childhood for anything. I think that that unique experience of having to do things because one of my parents is always um, at work or when I was like little, little, and I can't remember this, my dad would be deployed on ships. Like it's things like that where you've had to stand up and do the other things um, that other kids don't experience, but it's made me like me truly.
0: Um, Yeah. Yeah. I think that maturity factor that you mentioned is huge because military kids are forced to grow up at a faster rate. You have the parent outside of the household and, you know, being an older kid myself, too, like I can say you have you feel like you have to step into that role that your parent is missing because. You know, in the civilian households you have a mom who is constantly there and you have a dad who is constantly there, at least for the most part, um, there are single moms and single dads out there, and I don't want to discredit them, um, but most of the time you have both parents there and you don't have to rely on the kids as much to do just simple things around the house. And when you have a parent who's not there for a year, you have to kind of switch around responsibilities. And a lot of that falls on, you know, the oldest child, but then also onto the younger kids as well.
1: Yeah. It's, um, especially, I can think distinctly with like math classes, Mm -hmm. um, I'm very semi. Like I love the sciences, I love the math. Is um, my sister who's about three years younger than me. So I'm a senior, she's a freshman. Um, she is not very math inclined. She just she's the social butterfly. You put her in a room with anyone, and she will have like their ears will be talked off. In the next five minutes. <laughs> um, and she does stuff that I could never do. Like I am not the most peoplely person ever. But it that math experience, those differences where I had to try and teach her math. Um, in some settings. And it just, it got really frustrating because for me, it would click, but for her, it wouldn't. And we had to work through those things and it made our bond stronger um, just because like my dad wasn't around to help. My mom didn't know what was happening since they've changed all of the math, the common core math. right? Um, yeah, but it's been those little things where I've gotten closer with my siblings because um, I had to step into that role, but they also had to step into that role. So it's not any one person who takes on the burden. And I think that's the beautiful part of it Everyone has to commit themselves um to stepping into their roles. But it's just it's beautiful to see it all come together. And then when people leave, like I've had friends leave, um, you stay in touch with them and they like one of my friends lives in California now and she has stayed so strong and she's done amazing things. She's learning how to surf. Um, but it's just like that type of thing where you really like you commit, like if your parents are in the service when you're born and they stay in the service your entire life, like you don't have a way out of it, but it's not a thing that you would want to get out of. It's something that you just accepted and that's become who I am and who other people are too.
0: Yeah, it becomes so ingrained in you. And then, you know, some military children are twice as likely to join in the military themselves. So, you know, it just goes to show that the military is Always going to be with you. And for me, my dad retired back in 2014. And, you know, I had a totally different life because my dad was injured while he was in Afghanistan. And so experiencing the wounded warrior side of it as well. But just that the fact that now, you know, nine years later, that you can still be so connected into the military community even with the closest military base being two and a half hours away from me, you know, two, two and a half hours away. It's so incredible how accepting just a military community is of literally everyone and especially their own people, their the military families who, you know, are there for life. Mm-hmm. There was um,
1: a time where I, I ended up in a lot of random places, um. Very unexpectedly, so I was at the library one Saturday studying for the SATs, um, and this man came up to me, and he was in Air Force uniform. And I was like, "Oh, there's a man approaching me in the uniform in the library. Like, what's happening?" Um, <laughs> and he gave me this little flyer, and it was a Women in Leadership Empowerment Summit. Um. So he invited me into the conference room, and I was the youngest one there by like 20 years. I was the only civilian. Um. Everyone who was in there was like full head to toe uniform, like looked wow absolutely incredible. And I was sitting in the back. I was like, I don't know if I'm supposed to be here, but I was handed the flyer. And I just listened for about two hours to a panelist of six women. And they just talked about what their experiences were like in the military. But afterwards I got to talk to so many different people. And there was, I mean, was people who were stationed at Fort Meade, um, but they were all air force. And I got to talk to people who Like I said, I wanted to go to the Naval Academy. They tried to talk me to go to Air Force, but it's just (laughs) that type of thing where it's like, even though, you know, the branches are envisioned as not getting along, like Army versus Navy, it's that type of thing where no matter what you choose, people are going to be there for you. Um, And it was incredible to see like older women, especially like in my um, life, like I have my mom, I have some of my coaches, but I had to switch high schools. Um, freshman year, they opened my brand new high school. So when I moved to my now Crofton high school, I didn't have many of those female leaders. And so it was just incredible to see like those older women who have went into the military and they've done amazing things in the military. And it's that type of thing um, where I was really just inspired. And I really knew that I wanted to go into the military.
0: Yeah. And you mentioned, you know, that branch or branch rivalry, like I'm an Army brat. So that one day of the year, you know, Army-Navy game, you know, it's yep. huge. And that's what everyone sees. It's that, you know, oh, your branches are fighting, you know, <laughs> against each other within the mil- the same, like, U.S. military. But it's like, no, we're all here. Um, you know, Air Force is going to try and persuade you to go Air Force. Army is going to persuade yeah. you to go army Navy's, it's It's the same with every branch. But— when it, you really boil it down, it's the same military. We're all fighting the same cause. We're all just doing it a little bit of a different way, and there's nothing wrong with that. And it's so special to see you know, how accepting everyone is of everyone, no matter the branch. Um, my dad got injured, and he was attached to the Marine Corps. He was one of the only Army guys out there within the Marines, but the Marines took care of our family you know they accepted us as um you know marine family more or less and said you know you were with us like so we we got you i have so many friends in the air force i have so many i have a friend in the space force you know but that doesn't make a difference they're all in the military they all get it they all you know have this same lifestyle that i grew up knowing and it's so special just to see the connections that we all have.
1: One of um, my friends from my high school, he's going to West Point, and it's only the two of us. So I'm going to Navy, and he's going to West Point. And it's become a thing, like, with our administration, since we're the first two graduating kids, um, or sorry, the first class, and we're the only two kids going to service academies, some of the admin will take his side and say, you know, go army beat navy and then i am yeah. on the other side with some of the admin and it's so funny to see how because he's also from um an army family how he understands that we're just joking but some of the people who um like you get some of those kids who think that it's like a real argument i'm just like no like no we're supporting each other but this is just how we you know we're gonna go at it until we're both there and then we'll see each other at football games and that one time that we see each other at a football game we'll smile and then we go back to arguing like it's Things like that, where you just have those deeper connections with people that you don't realize until you're in the moment with them. Um, and that's what makes it incredible. Like, it's being a military kid and choosing to go into the military is something that I didn't think I was gonna want. Um, I thought, like, okay, I've had enough of this moving, and then two years later, I'm like, okay, let's go it again. Um, so it's been really interesting to see myself grow um as a military kid and then choosing again to do this a little bit differently um especially being a woman in the or going in to be a woman in the military it'll definitely be a different experience um, than what my dad's was it'll be a different experience because it's 2023 um with everything yeah. that's happened with covid and just just america at this point like there's been a lot that's been changing in the past 2023 20, years um so it'll be interesting to see how things go, but I'm just I couldn't be um more blessed to serve like I'm I'm so excited.
0: Yeah, no, I can definitely tell and it's so special to see, you know, so many people just say, you know, whether that's right out of high school or out of college that you know, they've found you know, a purpose bigger than themselves and say, hey, I want to serve my country. I want to do something greater. And whether that be, you know, within the military or being from that civilian side of it saying, hey, like, I see where this can be improved. Like, I'm going to help make a difference, you know, in my community, within the military community still. um, You don't have to be you know, part of the military to make a difference. And I think that kind of gets lost in translation sometimes because a lot of people are like, oh, you know, to make a difference in the military, you have to serve in the military. Like, no, you know, these spouses are out here doing incredible things. Kids are out here doing incredible things. We have military kid of the year for a reason, you know? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, Gemma. Um, we live 20 minutes away from each other. We've served on the same, um, council in our County that we just wrapped up last week, but it's been like, I didn't know before this year. And then all of a sudden we were on the same council and she was winning military child of the year. And they were both going to the Academy. It's been so cool. Um, some of her friends from her high school are going and we've all become friends. So it's just, it's incredible to see that happen. Um, and it's something that like, you choose to go to the academy but then everyone else around you is also making that decision to support you so like you said like spouses are doing amazing things like my mom is supporting my dad with his job and also supporting me to go find my own path my siblings are okay with not seeing me for six weeks or hearing from me at all um and then okay with not seeing me you know three or four times a year so it'll definitely be a change for them but it's something that the whole family decided on um and something that the people around me have all supported me with. And it's it's been awesome.
0: Yeah. And it's incredible, you know, going in there, knowing people like Gemma, you know, and just the the way that her friends are you, your friends now and they're supporting you. And, you know, it goes back to that sense of community and having that group of people, having your tribe, because that's the way you get through this life. It's a challenging life. There are so many, you know, aspects of it where it's like, really, this is what we're going through. Like, I can't do this, but you go through it and it's like, no, this life is, it's beautiful. It's incredible. And, you know, you have so many opportunities because of it.
1: Yeah. It was the challenge that really drew me in. Um, talking to Gemma, we were both like, okay, we need to start running and we need to start, you know, working out a little bit more. But it's that type of thing where other people are like, oh, you like you want to run more? I'm like, "Eh, do I want to? No. Do I have to? Yes. (laughs) So it's that little, it's the type of little things where it's like you just have to do it, but it's something that it's going to make you stronger at the end. It's going to make your life more, I guess, whole in a way. Um it's something that I can't wait to start. Um, and it's been something that I've grown up with, like just having to move a bunch of times, having to accept that I'm not going to get the math homework help that I thought I was going to get, um, and figuring out a way through it, but not only to survive whatever's happening to thrive in it. And that's always been my goal. And I'm so excited to see like now the next generation kind of like i'm seeing all the elementary school kids now and those kids that are military kids and they're so excited to be in crofton and to be in a little area because their parents are most of the time looking at the navy yard if they're in the area they get to stay for a little bit longer than most military kids um so they get so excited to stay in the same area and it's just been so cool to see like you get to do what i get to do and you'll you'll be fine like you'll survive but some of these kids are so scared and it's just been a blessing to be able to support them and then see that support blossom in the community as well
0: yeah because really we are you know i'm 21 now but you know we have class of 2023 coming through you know and all of us are growing up we're moving on um in whatever ways that life is going to take us and these other kids are coming up and it's so exciting watching it from the outside, seeing all of these kids just grow and grow up in the lifestyle and be like, you know, I know where you are. Like I was once there before and I know it's hard, but like we're here for you. Like we're we're all here for you. We're all here supporting you because there are so many people, you know, supporting us and like you were saying, um, supporting you and your career decisions and everything like that. Um, but now we're going to be, get to be here for this next generation and it's so special.
1: Yeah. It's been awesome seeing all the little kids they just, it, it's something that like little kids, I don't know what it is, but they gravitate towards me. So like my kids <laughs> will bring her daughter to track practice and she runs straight at me. And it's been that type of thing where she is, she's three, four years old, but she's going to be a military kid. And her older son um, is a sophomore and he's trying to go to a service academy. And so it's that like people are now starting to look to me when I used to look up to people and it's, tr- it's becoming full circle now. It's been really incredible. Like um, the girl who first got me into wanting to go to the service academy, she's a first class this year. She's graduating in five days. Um, but it's just, it's awesome to get to come full circle and see that the support that I had, I now get to give back.
0: Yeah, and it, you know, in a sense, it puts the pressure on because it's like you have to live up to the expectations that, you know, these kids need to see, but they also need to see that life's not perfect, that this is such a crazy life that it's so many things that happen that are unexpected. And you just have to roll with the punches some days. You have to take it one day at a time because it's going to be gone and that's when you're going to miss it. And, you know, if you just live it day by day, moment by moment, you know, you're really going to enjoy it and you're really going to cherish it and you know, it's so special seeing this next generation come up and I'm so excited for for all of them. And I see, you know, all these spouses on Instagram with their kids and I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, all of these new military kids coming up. It's really, really exciting.
1: Yeah, it's been awesome. Um, because I I explained like the brand new high school where I went in as a sophomore. There wasn't a class ahead of us. So we were like the upperclassmen um yeah. since our sophomore year. And it's been definitely stressful at sometimes we just had prom last night so I was been working for three years for one night um, <laughs> they came together and I walked in and I just I started crying the second I got there because it was just it was beautiful um, but it's not even just helping only military kids like it's been yeah. able to make me me in the way that I can help other people like I have the leadership skills now I have the strength to keep going and I feel like I also have the confidence like it's something that I taught myself how to do it you have to walk a certain way I've been told that I walk like a military brat um, <laughs> and that makes me laugh sometimes or it's just it's a random person I'm like you have a you have a military walk and I'm like thank you I think yeah but it's just being able to help other people like if they want to go to a service academy or if they're a military kid or if they're just a kid in my class and they need some yeah, I keep saying math help, but legitimately math help. Right. It's that type of thing where like I have the confidence to help them now. And that's not a me thing. That's a like a nature nurture thing. Um, where my parents brought me up this way and they showed me that I can do hard things. Um, and that's where their confidence came from. It's been life changing.
0: Yeah, I, I love that. And I love that, you know, now being older, you're able to look back and see that and be be grateful for it. So it's really, really, truly incredible.
1: Yeah, there was um, just last week, there was a testimony on our county budget. And I've been always very good with public speaking. I think it's a military kid thing. Like, yep. I, I'm not sure if it's, every, yeah, you have to be good <laughs> at speaking, right? Yeah. Um, so they opened it up at the end to talk about the education budget for anyone who wanted to talk on it. And I wasn't planning on going to talk on it. Like I said before, I ended up in a very weird situations all the time. <laughs> um, but I, I stood up, I stood up, I went up to the front and I explained like they were in my high school having their meeting. Like this is my high school. I took my AP Chinese test in the corner of that auditorium that morning. And it was that type of like spontaneous motivation and the confidence I have that really let me do that where I could speak on things that I was passionate about um, because I felt like I needed to help everyone else like it's my voice but I feel like that'll help um, other people get what they need in life especially with that education budget but it's those types of things where I have the confidence for it now
0: yeah and I think you know like you were saying with the military walk like (laughs) you just are able to in a crowd of hundreds of people you know talking with people you will be able to tell if they have any sort of military connection right from the start because you can just sense that confidence you can sense that that courage in them and be like oh you're military connected too somehow <laughs> the last thing that i always like to ask um military kids and spouses but what is one piece of advice that you would give to another military kid
1: I think um, my favorite advice was something that my coach told me, Um, and it's just find something that is just a youth thing. And I I can't explain it a little bit better than that, but that's what uh, she told me first. So for some people, like one of my teammates, he has a little pocket Bible that he'll read. He has one um, verse that he'll read over and over again. And for me, it was Reef Points. I bought last year's copy of Reef Points. And for those that don't know, it's the little book that you get at the Naval Academy. Um, and you have to memorize it by the end of your preview year But it was the Sailor's Creed in the beginning. And it's just something that I will read over and over again. But it instills that confidence in me. So my advice is to anyone, like, find those little moments, those little things that you can hold on to and, like, cherish. Um And things that you can just remind yourself like i know affirmations are a big thing now um but it's not even an affirmation in that way it's just like a little reminder like you can do hard things um, and you take those moments to yourself reset yourself like be strong not just for yourself but for everyone else as well and that's something that's really helped me and i hope it could help other people as well
0: absolutely well thank you so much jordan for being on the podcast and sharing you know your experience growing up a military kid and what's to come and best of luck to you in annapolis and you know go navy um, but go army too <laughs> thank you so
1: much for having
0: me this has been awesome <laughs> absolutely thank you for listening to this week's episode of grace of a military child and life make sure to set a reminder for every tuesday to listen to a new episode You can find us on Instagram and YouTube at Grace of a Military Child and Life. If you have any questions or want to be on the podcast, send a message to one of our social media platforms or email grace.of.a.military.child at gmail.com. See you next week.